I'm talking about Skia Beef Boy. So, basically, when everything's said and done, I think the moral of this story is that I'm one sexy motherfucker. You're much better off with me than you are without me. So come and get me, baby. Happy Valentine's Day. Radar Radio. I'm not clear enough, or you're not clear enough. It's looking like we're not hearing us. Points of view that aren't near enough. I don't wanna do this, but I've gotta do this. Said I want you, I've gotta prove it. Tell me how do you tick? Sorry, I was cruising, I was on a job snoozing. You don't wanna kiss me. Let me know your history. I get why you wanna diss me, cause I get flimsy. And I was being ditzy, and I only did what fit me. We speak the same language. Where's our understanding? We speak the same language. I don't understand this. We speak the same language. Where's our understanding? I don't understand this. You and I are just drifting apart. You and I are like ships in the dark. You think I'm not fit for the task. I think I want to stick to my path. You and I are just drifting apart. You and I are like ships in the dark. You think I'm not fit for the task. I think I want to stick to my path. We drifting apart. Like ships in the dark. With boats in the night, look, I don't want to fight. I want to keep hold of the prize, but I can't if it won't be alright. Do you think you can show me a sign? Come close to me, show you my eyes. We speak the same language. Where's our understanding? We speak the same language. I don't understand this. We speak the same language. Where's our understanding? We speak the same language. Yeah, no last verse for you today. No last verse for you today. Sorry. But big up Lamont on that one every single. I'll type the massive that caught uh, the remix last week. That reminds me, I haven't even uploaded last week's show. Absolutely lacking. That will be up along with this one uh, on soundcloud.com forward slash unpopular opinion. So um, I needed to cut that off because we're about to get into this interview uh, with myself and Miles from Kinshasa. So for those of you who are not aware, um, Miles has just released uh, his most recent visual uh, entitled Fireworks. There will be, I believe, an LP coming off the back of it. Uh, we talk about that and much more in this uh, chat. So once again, the live version of me is saying, Mwah, be good, take care, and I will see you next week. Words for keeping up with you, I've never lost so much. And if I ever had to choose, I would have missed that.
cold I guess I've never loved the blues the way you do oh, oh. Don't really wanna hear your booze, I'm on my own Responsible for what you say What you say Are you accountable for what it does What it does So what we get high Maybe that will be enough Just like the first time Right, this is another chat that's been a while in the making, even longer than my chat in, with Mina uh, was planned. This one, we've I've literally been trying to get done since last year. Yeah. No lie. I am delighted to finally be joined by a man who's clearly so busy that he can only finally make it now. Miles from Kinshasa, thank you very much for coming through, sir. Yes, bro, thank you. If you Thanks could just introduce yourself to the people, let them know who you are, what you do, why we're here today and all of that, because I always butcher it. I always say it because I always do. I hear that. Um, yeah, Miles from Kinshasa, uh, boy, musician, producer, singer, songwriter, Everything under the sun, I guess, in it. So yeah. everything under you know, that's a lot of things. That's a, that is a lot of things. <laughs> that incorporates more than just musical things. Yeah. But do you mean everything musical under the sun, or just everything under the sun? Uh, I think I would say everything under the sun. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to be everything, you know. A man of every talent, not many yeah. talents. Yeah, yeah. Every talent. All right, say no more. Cool. All right, so let's get straight into fireworks because that is you know the reason I've. Okay. mainly brought you in here um i first heard the track at some point last year it might have been november maybe even before that yeah, when yeah. you sent it to me yeah yeah and i've had to sit on it since then so thanks for that <laughs> nice one mate <laughs> no nah, i've been yeah i've been long in it still i've been long in it but yeah finally finally it's, uh, it's, uh, i know how it gets with the music trust me i know how it can get <clears throat> i know how i'm always trying to avoid it getting but it's sometimes just is that so yeah, no worries yeah. no hard feelings it's fine um talk to me about the inspiration behind the track to start off with if you would please um do you know what like i think at the time i was i was kind of like listening to a lot of like james blake mm. listening to um like his most recent album and then i don't know like i was just the way i was vibing i was just feeling like the sounds on his album so i was like you know what 
I kind of want to make a sort of James Blakey kind of song, but yeah. then just mix it with the sound that I've got going. And then <clears throat> I remember I got like some studio time in that like, June, and I was actually supposed to go record another song. Mm. And my manager was like, yo, like finish that song or whatever. And then I had literally just finished the beat the night before I was supposed to go there. And I was like, nah, fuck it, I'm going to do this tune. Yeah. Got to studio now started making it then my manager gets there and i show him what i made i see the look on his face he was like bruv the fuck is this like you were, <laughs> were supposed to finish like the other thing yeah and then done that and then i had like two three days in the studio or whatever done it showed it to my manager and he was like yo this is the one in it like yeah. this is the thing finish yeah. it off and all of that and then yeah just went from there like worked on it for about like two three months just like getting the mix right and stuff like that mm. there was moments where i was just like fuck it i don't even want to release this song anymore type of thing but yeah got there in the end now isn't it? we all have these moments yeah, as as artists and creative people and all that yeah. that that point where you're like this is actually long i'm just gonna go to sleep now and just never Do you know what up. it's like it's probably it's, it's all in your head man like the song is fine but it's just like you keep telling yourself that there's something wrong with it mm -hmm. but Essentially, I think what I do is like, I just have like different soundboards in it. So I just send it to them and see what they're saying. And then what I do is like, if like one person says one thing, I'll just be like, oh, you know what? That's that's your opinion, isn't it? Fair enough. Yeah. But if like I send it to like four or five people and they all say the same thing, then I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe I need to take that on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see what like, what's going on there. That's a good way to go about it in my experience, for sure. No doubt about it. All right, cool. So, um, so fireworks and my personal kind of knowledge of you as a singer is quite limited. So, as far as I'm concerned, this is maybe like I don't know the tenth track you've done of this nature. Can you like tell me whether I'm right or wrong about this? Nah, uh, it's it's mad because like. Even now, I don't even consider myself a singer, innit? Like, yeah. I just woke up one day and I was like, brother, I just feel like singing, innit? So I'm going to do it. If I sound shit, I sound shit, whatever, innit? Mm. But um, I think with that, that's like, brother, I've, I've just made bare, like, bare tracks where I've just been singing on it. And it's all about just picking the ones that I feel like really represent me, like, properly type of thing, innit? Mm. And I think on that song, like, I kind of got it right with the production and, like, the songwriting as well. And like the way I'm singing on it, so yeah, I guess like that's probably that's the third one that everyone's heard in that. But like, there's way more that like, just been yeah. sitting there and type of thing on that. So cool. Yeah. So how how long have you been singing? I guess with a view to recording it because like we all sing. Like I don't know yeah. about. Like, like me, I'm always in the shower trying different bits, and, like, and at the end of certain lines, I'm like, "Sorry, neighbours, sorry for that. That was an absolute myth. I do apologise." Like, would you say that you know, recording as a serious sort of venture in terms of singing is something you've been more recently doing, or something you always had in mind? Do you know what? Like, I think the singing thing is like. Because obviously you, you've known me, you've seen like the different... That's my next question, yeah, trust you, me. You see like the different <laughs> incarnations of man and that, yeah. But like, I always had like this melodic thing going on there, innit? Mm. And then I remember my boy was like, I see where you're trying to take it, but I think like through doing it through grime, that might not necessarily bang, innit? Because like there's certain soundscapes that people are kind of used to, especially in grime, innit? Yeah. When you're kind of trying to like incorporate that sometimes it just doesn't work mm. so then what i had to do was kind of like i had to get the production right 
And the only way to do that was to do that myself. Mm. So obviously I had to like actually get good at producing. Talent, yeah, 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 yeah. So like I'd always been producing since I was like making like grime and stuff, but that was mm. that soundscape type of thing in it. So essentially I just took like maybe like two, three years out, didn't release anything, um, just got the sound right. Yeah. Just got it like to exactly where I wanted it to be. And then the singing, because I was just doing that at the same time as well, just came along really yeah kind of like so i would say storm. i would say like with a view to like recording it maybe like three four years yeah yeah three four years i just took my time just wanted it to get it right yeah yeah no that's a good way to go about it as you say because um with a lot of these things i, I know quite a few people who sing and they say to me they mean ah oh, you know i can't really get the sound to fit around you know what i'm trying to do i'm looking for different producers and yeah, blah yeah. blah blah and the kind of thing i always say to them is Oh, why don't you just work with different people? Yeah. Um, now, is it a little bit different with singing compared to grime? Because obviously that's where I come from, where you come from, yeah. where you can kind of just take a beat from this guy, that guy yeah, and the other yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a little bit different with singing? Do you and know what? So, like, for what reason? Do you know what? I think it, re it really depends, isn't it? Because like sourcing out producers for some people is harder than like than others type of thing in it like because mm. i know a lot of people that say to me oh i work with this producer they're taking bare long to send me the beat oh we did this for our part and like i i from working in graham had that experience already so yeah. i'm like you know what when i'm gonna do my own project sort of like with the singing stuff i'm gonna do it all myself so then that way like i have the autonomy to like control everything yeah it. Like so, then when I go to sleep at night, I blame myself, and I don't blame anyone else about yeah. it, type of thing, and yeah. So, yeah, brothers. Essentially, it's like I I find it easier for me to work on my own stuff. I bring I bring along like other musicians to like help the vision or whatever. Mm. But at the end of the day, I want it to be like my vision and be happy with it, type of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. So I guess from your point of view, that's the easiest way for you to work. Yeah, like, literally build everything from scratch. Yeah, for me, I think I think that's one thing you just like from early. You need to figure out like what works for you in it because I think everybody like sort of like watches everyone else and goes, "Oh, them are not doing that. Mm. I need to work with that producer. Yeah, and I need to do that." And it's like, bruv, just figure it out for yourself, bruv, because otherwise you're just gonna have a headache. Probably. You no, know, you're right. The the other <clears> thing people have in my experience done a lot is. Um, see someone doing well and think right i've got to do exactly what they're doing yeah and then try and just fit it onto whatever they're doing it's That's like it's long. almost like trying to put a size 10 shoe on a baby foot sometimes yeah. and vice versa do you know what i'm saying the thing so. is you're like you'll drive yourself crazy like if you try and watch other people like obviously like be aware of what's going on and stuff mm. but like when you're watching other it's just so long bro well this is it you're watching other people and nothing's going on. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? All you're doing is watching. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's what people always have. And we say this a lot. I'm so glad that, again, this common theme has come up where people have come in here and I've kind of agreed with them and it's just been like, you need to just do what's best for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You need to work on you, trust in you, yeah. like, you know, sell your yourself, not something that you want to be. Do you know what I mean? And I think as well, man, it's like, a lot of people are are scared to sort of like take the time out because it's like they feel like oh if I'm not putting out anything then like I don't exist in it but it's like bruv like the internet's just <laughs> the internet my oh god you know the ones there like bruv if you come back and your product is sick then it's not gonna matter fam thank so, you so much for like, just again <laughs> reinforcing 
if it is good enough, it will get out there, guys. Like, just don't worry. Focus on you. Be the best you that you can be. Because as you say, it's not just always about just being out there for the sake of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of people are just wasting time doing exactly what you just said, thinking they just have to be on Twitter yeah. or they just have to be on or they just have to be at whatever party. Yeah. But what are you actually doing? It's you're, long. Just, you're just a face. That's long. And the thing is, you're lying to yourself as well. Bro. Yeah. That's, that's just long. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I want to obviously bring it back because, as I say, I know you formally as um, an MC. Um, we did a tune which I've, I never got a copy of. And maybe I did get a copy of it, but maybe, <laughs> to be fair, my hard drive exploded and I lost bare tunes. So I might have got a copy of it. I don't know. Uh, Wait, was it the thing with um, with Darkness? I don't know, it might have been, I don't know. All I remember is I came to some youth club in Pimlico somewhere and we done the tune. Oh shit, that's ages old ago, yeah. Like, that's all I remember, like yeah, that's ages the, that's ago. That's in the archives, bro, somewhere still. Yeah. Somewhere. So you've kind of semi-explained your reasons for moving away from grime. Um, and I found it interesting that you felt like you had a certain kind of sound that wasn't necessarily, or you felt wasn't, let's say, working for grime ears. Um, mm. Now, considering we've just spoken about, you know, being the best you that you can be, obviously you can look at it as, all right, I've decided to go and, or not decided to go and, I've decided to do this mm. singing stuff now. Um, and that's me being me. That's me being the best person I can be. Mm. The other side of it would be that someone might say, well, why didn't you kind of, you know, stick at the sign that you were trying to do for grime because yeah. it might have worked in the end because it being so different, eventually mm. people's palette might have changed or something. Yeah. What would your response be to that? I think my thing is, yeah, I feel like I outgrew um, the grime side of me type of thing. Yeah. It's like there was, I think even at that time, there was always a part of me that was like, I want to produce my own songs and I want to sing on them. But I wasn't that good a songwriter. Mm. So I had to get better at that type of thing, innit? Yeah, yeah. And like writing bars, I found that easy type of thing, innit? And like, but it didn't translate, it didn't connect, innit? So mm. that was something that, that was a conscious decision that like I made myself. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not really connecting in that way. So let me take some time out, get better at songwriting, mm. get better at producing. And actually, like, get to a point where, like, I love my songs. Because if I'm honest with myself, like, my grime songs, I never loved them. Like, I just thought they were good grime songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put them out type of thing, innit? Yeah. But now, I, I bang my tunes. Yeah. Every day, I bang my own songs. Because yeah. I'm like, it's sick. Standard. Type of thing, innit? So, it's like, I, I get it. It's like, because even now, there's moments where, obviously, grime is in a place where, like, it's really good kind of thing. Well, to some people, anyway. Yeah. And, like... I could say to myself, oh, I could go back to grind because I could still write bars and all of that. But the way I see it is like, that's cool. Let me, I can still appreciate it from where mm, I am type yeah. of thing. Innit? Yeah. Like, I still love grime type of thing, but I think I just had to like take it somewhere else. Yeah. These, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. And do you feel following on from that, that you're able to kind of express yourself more with the songwriting that you're doing compared to bars yeah. before? Definitely. Because I think, I think I was holding myself back Cause even like I feel like even when I was like singing on Graham, I used to think like I, I was moist. Yeah, 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 type yeah. Of thing, innit? And so now, almost the delivery might be a bit half-hearted. Yeah, type like, of oh, thing. should I even be doing this? Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like banging a small full set and yeah. that, like yeah. it's, it's a bit mad, didn't it? Like, but now I'm just like I'm just at peace with it, bro. I'm mm. at peace when I make my songs. Like 
I make these weird sounds or whatever and it's me. Yeah. It's just like I'm truly being me, bro. It's a really nice place to be and I'm yeah. just glad that you're there, to be fair. Yeah. Where you just enjoy your thing so much that everything else is almost like a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally hear that. Totally yeah. hear that. That's really sick. All right, cool. So um, I mentioned, um, obviously, coming to meet you in that uh, studio in Pimlico. Yeah. Um, were you always raised up around London or were you born elsewhere? No, it's Pimlico. Like, still there now. Born and raised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so talk yeah. to me about the area, us guests in the last 10 years, because I know a lot of these kind of from my own experience the kind a lot of these kind of more central mm. london areas have gone undergone some very interesting changes so we say yeah 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 like it's like it's kind of weird because like my area has never really been considered a hood in it yeah even when i tell most people that i'm from pimlico that are oh, yeah you're rich you're good type yeah. of thing in it but like it's it's still shit bro yeah my, my end is ends in it type yeah. of thing in it but even like the surrounding area and just just looking at it type of thing like even the gentrification like it, it's happening there as well type of thing mm. like it's we, we we're getting people getting moved out in the same way as everyone else as well type of thing so yeah like it's 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 mad like obviously i grew up i grew up in pimlico and it's like it wasn't the worst upbringing type of thing it's like for me when i looked at it it looked like a fairly decent area to grow up in. Yeah. But then now, like, when I actually look at it properly, I'm like, bruv, like, it was a shithole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still kind of is as well, yeah. it? but obviously now it's getting turned into whatever type of thing, isn't it? So. Yeah, I always, I have similar kind of flashbacks. Um, and as you say, when I think back to growing up around here, kind of in this old street Shoreditch area, I had a really happy upbringing, you know, yeah. I was lucky enough I still had two parents around for the most part, well, no, for the whole part, Yeah. like, I had two parents around, loving family, yeah, good friends, all of that, um, and, like, I really enjoyed my time around here, but then you do think about certain things that happen certain times, and you think, yeah. alright, like, I didn't really think much of it, but I reckon that one of my mates from the boarding school that I used to go to would have been like, what the, yeah, what? Yeah. you know what I mean, kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. There, there is that. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know what Pimlico's like, but kind of old streets always had this weird kind of um, balance between well-off and not so well-off. Like you can literally go from one street yeah. where it's semi-slums yeah. to another street where it's, Semi upper class, yeah. You know what I mean, so, well, even even mine, I wouldn't even say it's like semi upper class. It is upper class. Yeah, yeah. That's what like, for my experience of Pimlico has been. That literally, yeah, yeah, you yeah. turn off one road, yeah, and that completely changes. Yeah, yeah the road yeah. just goes really wide somehow suddenly. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's pretty messed up. I can't lie. Like, but I, I don't know. It's like it's weird because like even when people come to my ends and like. Because to even go to my end, you need to walk past, like, these kind of... Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, you just, like, you even get a feel for, like, my area and you even think that my area looks pretty nice. Yeah. Type of thing, innit? Yeah. But, like, yeah, it's it's mad stuff. I, I, I always like the contrast, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's... Like, even me, like, character. I, I kind of, like... I kind of appreciated it because I was just, like... I get it, like, this is here mm. and that's, that, that's how you lot have made it 
type of thing, innit? Like, yeah. we know that we're from there, them and I are from there. Yeah. And, like, obviously, they're always going to look... Like, people that live on that side of the road are always going to look at us as if, like, we're sort of, like, nothing or whatever. Mm. And we're always going to look at them like, rah, you man are ballers or whatever type yeah. of thing. But... But it is, it is what it is, man. Yeah, and I don't know. Like in my experience, a lot of that has just been down to misconception. So yeah. when you do actually go across the road and start talking to people, you actually realise, oh wow, like, we actually really got quite a lot in common, yeah. much more than you thought. I, yeah. that, I learned that lesson massively when I went to boarding school. That was so weird. It was yeah, like yeah, yeah. all of a sudden, this guy, this kid from Old Street's just like in Sussex and there's just like yeah. trees and like massive buildings everywhere and I'm thinking what is all of this kind of thing yeah. but then you almost I say I say I was thinking what is all of this I literally thought that for a bit for about two minutes and it's just like alright let's just get into it yeah. you know what I mean you just sort of get into it you start talking to people at that time I was 11 years old so yeah. you're just making friends and and who's who's massively different at 11 really yeah, you know what yeah, I mean yeah. like, like I, I feel like up until you get to um, like a certain age where like you can really sort of like understand the dynamic of everything, mm. it just all looks the same. Yeah, yeah. For me, I'd Honestly, say that was probably about 16, 17. Yeah. And you obviously you hear things in the background beforehand. I don't know what it yeah. was like for you. Like my dad was always in my ear with certain things. Yeah. Like, telling me certain things about the way things are yeah. and you're sort of like, like cool I haven't really seen that though so I hear it but I don't yeah, and then you yeah, kind of yeah. do see it and you think oh shit yeah for real yeah, alright cool yeah, yeah. mental so yeah I mean but t for me for the most part as I say as much as there's been change around here in, in your area and other areas of people I've spoken to on this show I think the one thing that does still come through um, by and large is there is still a little bit of community spirit yeah, especially yeah. around here like it's dying don't yeah, get me wrong but in my block there is still that little bit of and I'm going to try and build it up a bit I've got a couple of yeah. small plans because I do think that kind of thing is important it is definitely yeah definitely bro yeah especially for you know for the renting crew now I don't want to spend too much time on this for Locked In Massive yeah. you lot might already be thinking oh this is a little bit but actually this is quite important you know because the amount of um, people renting via social housing and you know you know council housing is like decreasing all the time yeah deliberately yeah you know so my plan is you know to create sort of not necessarily like neighborhood watch but kind of neighbors association some yeah. sort of body where i'll give you an example so recently in my building we've had um builders come through quite a few flats mine included to mm. install new boilers and the boilers themselves are fine but the fittings around them are all fucking shit yeah like yeah, yeah. really shitly shoddily done job like a guy's yeah. just come in and sort of, sort of stuck it up half-heartedly and it's starting to hang off already it's like they're just coming to fulfill a quota yeah 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 and the thing about it is a couple of people in the block have said the same sort of thing yeah but we're all just saying it to each other yeah and what happens nothing that's that that's so true like we always just say it to each other mm. like there's no like place to take it further yeah. type of thing in it and yeah. yeah you're definitely right about that exactly yeah. so that's why if we had some sort of body where we could you know relay back to whoever it may be our housing officer or mm. the the housing association itself yeah then they will take it a little bit more seriously Serious. you know 10 15 20 people saying some same thing rather yeah. than just me ringing up being like i don't like 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They might get that call and they might even get a call from someone else. Yeah. But if they're at different times, it's kind of easy to just... Do you yeah. know what I mean? Just like vault it out of your head and okay, it almost didn't happen. Yeah, because they they know that they're only gonna get that like how many times? Yeah, a year or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Thing, it? So, so no, definite strength in numbers. I I always kind of have that thought in my head, and it's a really important thing that gets massively overlooked. I think. Mm. Anyway, back to music. So fireworks. Um, I have seen uh, the video for this uh, track. It is pretty epic I must say like and it's one of those words that gets thrown around willy-nilly like I actually use the word epic because the shots are epic the scenery is epic it's not your everyday run-of-the-mill thing Mm. and how did the idea for it come about and for where did the idea come from what uh, what's mad is like that's that's like maybe half of the original idea like the, <laughs> what yeah because like <laughs> basically because like the original idea that we wanted to do it it just flopped that like, we were trying to rent out some other stuff and it, it just didn't happen yeah and then on the day when we were supposed to shoot like even that almost didn't happen and i was just like no fuck it we're, we're gonna like yeah, we're gonna yeah. shoot something yeah i'm gonna make something out of it type yeah. of thing yeah um like it was me it was me and caddy yeah um he's immensely talented um big up caddy i've been smashing out good night on the show i need some more tunes off of him though. yeah he's coming he's coming for sure um yeah so like we just we just sat down um and we're just like we need something we need to do something where like because we, we already believed in a song yeah but it was like we want the visual to be a thing where you go like raw like why did my man do this? Like, mm. How did my man think of that? So um, my thing was, I was like, it was the scenery that was the most important. So yeah. I was like, you know what? Um, let me think of somewhere that I can do it. So we went to Brighton. Yeah. Um, I went to like Seven Sisters Cliffs. And then from there, um, basically like in, in the video, obviously you see me like sort of like sitting on the table type of thing. And, and the, the way we wanted it to be was that at the beginning, it starts almost like raw, like, What's this like? Yeah. Why? Why is nothing going on? And then after I come out, you just see me like come out of nowhere, and I'm just sitting at a table type of thing. And it's yeah. just, it's kind of showing, it's kind of showing me with my vice, like all that character with his vice, sort of seeking some sort of inner peace, yeah, by himself type of thing. And I just wanted to like show a nice kind of scenery behind it kind of thing as well. Yeah, yeah, that that's it really. It was it was just it was just a thing where I wanted it to kind of be a contrast to the song. Because yeah. it, it doesn't necessarily, apart from like the fireworks going off, like it doesn't necessarily say that much about the song. But yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah. it to be a thing where you go, ah, oh, okay, that's that's an interesting take yeah. on the song type of thing in it. So, yeah. Cool. So yeah, let's let's talk about the song then straight away after that. Um, and by this time, people have heard, will have heard this song a couple of times on my mm-hmm. show. I played it for the first time uh, this morning uh, this morning being about what is it going to be sorry I've got to do a bit of calculation in my head because I had uh, Mina on so that's going to be so, right, so this will be three weeks from now right so by then I would have played it more than a couple of times and people <laughs> will like sort of have some idea of how it goes and what it's all about but mm. sort of in your words what's sort of the theme the overriding theme of the track itself I think my thing was um, in the song, I just wanted to like display or, or show the moment when you're in a relationship and like it just all goes, there's like, there's nothing there in it type of thing. And like, 
someone has to kind of decide and be like, yo, this ain't working. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But, you hear me? But obviously, like, because of, like, I feel like because of the attachment, sometimes in relationships, you just stay. Yeah. Type of thing in it. And, like, in that song, I just, like, especially even when I go, um, I had to trade your energy for another. And it's basically just saying, like, yeah, I, I can't be here anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This doesn't. This definitely doesn't work for me. I don't know if it works for you, but yeah. like, I just can't really be here in it. And it's, um, yeah, it's just it's really trying to d- depict that, but like in like some sort of detail as well. So like, there's a, there's even a, a moment where I go, um, I saw visions, no more parties in Hackney, and that's because um, obviously like Hackney now is like the the place, the sort of like yeah. party and stuff yeah. in it, and like. It's me sort of saying like these were maybe like the places where we used to chill in type mm. of thing in it, but mm. I've seen visions. I don't want to yeah. go there anymore with you type yeah. of thing or whatever. So yes, essentially it's just it's just talking about like a relationship that's just like the so it's, it's, a, it's a basic it's basically a breakup song, guys. Essentially, <laughs> the best ones usually are. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, to be fair, it's not it's not as melancholy as it sounds. Mm. Like, this is a very beautiful melodic. <laughs> breakout tune <laughs> I should hope so <laughs> I, I know so and he does as well he's just being humble about it <laughs> whatever alright sweet so I remember last summer mm. um, I was with a lovely lady in Shoreditch uh, we were at the Ace Hotel we were watching you on stage performing mm. Kaya yes um, and um, someone in the crowd I can't remember who it was um, asked for an encore yeah, uh, and you happily obliged. How have you enjoyed the the live aspect of uh, the singing? Do you know what? It's it's been difficult, isn't it? Because like again, because the singing thing was something that I just said to myself, oh, I just want to do. Yeah, and like when you sing live, it's a completely different ball game. Like you, how so? In in the sense that um, like. Because spitting for me was almost second nature, singing wasn't. So then sort of like the breathing techniques and yeah, stuff yeah. like that is stuff that I actually have to think about. Yeah. So then like there's moments where that might throw me off during my performance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I've I've had to learn. Even that performance there, like I feel that if I'm honest with myself, I think that was like a five, six out of ten. Oh, but that's me. Oh, for fuck's sake. No, but that's but that's me <laughs> just because just because like in my mind, like I know how good I want my performance to yeah. be, type of thing, innit? Yeah. And in comparison to where it was, I feel like it was a five, sort of six out of ten. But like I've been enjoying it just because like there's moments where I do feel uncomfortable on stage and mm. it's, that means I need to get used to it kind of thing. Innit? And yeah. I kind of enjoy that because I'm learning. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want it. I actually don't want it to be too easy. I want to yeah, actually exactly. get better. So. You want to feel as though you are, you know, developing exactly. in that aspect. 100%, 100% couldn't agree with you more on that. It's, it's so when it's too easy, that means almost sort of breeds complacency. Exactly. Especially, I guess, in your sort of part of your journey where you don't feel you're the fitness start call yet yeah so you definitely want to avoid complacency i imagine yeah indeed indeed man like i i don't know like me me for me like i, I just enjoy it even when i go to rehearsals and some days i'm just shit i'm just like right, cool i'm gonna come back next rehearsal and i'm gonna I'm be yeah i'm gonna be better i know what i need to work on like even every show that i have 
I get that recorded footage and I, and I watch it straight away. Yeah, yeah. Take notes and I know exactly what I need to work on for the next show type of thing just because I want to get better on this seesaw. Standard. And the desire is very important as yeah, well. Yeah. Like, very important for anyone listening in. Sometimes, and it comes back to being the best you that you can be. Like, sometimes just working hard is nowhere near good enough and it actually is going to be detrimental to your progress because yeah. that sound you can hear there is me trying to put a square peg into a round hole. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You need to put the square peg down sometimes and reach for the round one. I think that the thing is as well, it's like, I think a lot of people tell themselves that working hard is like, is definitely going to give them some sort of progress yeah. in it. But it's like, what are you working hard on? Exactly. Like you, you need to like pinpoint what you need to sort of like work on and then sort of take the steps to, to yeah. get there in it no exactly so no, i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it back to tennis because i always do this in my interviews yes. so i don't even care sue me whatever but uh, recently i've been having real problems with my backhand now it's always a ropey shot for me anyway but like the last sort of three months even it's been completely cold it hasn't like, been that federal nah nothing <laughs> it's been completely shit it's been more like Rizetsky to be honest on the backhand I'm like, dead. shocking I'm dead <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you mate but all you can really do as you say I'm not going to go down the courts and just hit a million and think oh yeah that's good yeah. I'm going to think to myself right what's going wrong what am I doing wrong? What do I need to do right? And yeah. then work on that. So it's about working smart rather yeah, than working yeah. hard. Sometimes hard work is smart. Yeah. Sometimes smart work is hard. Indeed. I thought I just sort of said something <laughs> deep, but that wasn't, all that was was just a word reversal. <laughs> Don't even take that seriously, guys. But no, no, no. Sometimes, sometimes hard work is the smart way to go about it, but sometimes it's not that, in it? Yeah. But what I would say more than anything, because people do this all the time, as you just said, ah, mm. oh, I need to be here, I need to be there, I need to be doing this, I need to be doing that. What though? What, what are you actually are you doing? doing? Yeah. What are you really, really doing? Are you yeah. actually analysing? Are you really seeing, right, this has gone wrong? Or do you just think I need to do that again and again and again and again? But I think the thing is as well, it's like, it's not nice pinpointing the stuff that you need to work on. No. Because like, that's the moments where you kind of have to look at yourself and be like, right, like, I'm actually not that nang at them, you know? <laughs> like, you know the ones that you told yourself that you were nang, but you're actually not. Yeah. So like, you kind of have to work on it. And it's like, it's difficult to tell yourself to do it, but... All I can say is it's worth it, isn't it? Well, again, I think if you if you enjoy what you do, yeah, then there's it. almost like a sick kind of enjoyment in that having that moment when yeah. you realise, oh, actually, I'm proper not all that. Yeah, I've got work to do. Let's yeah. go do it. Yeah, like if okay, if it's something like when I was working at Corals, for instance, mm. if I realised that I wasn't good at running a certain type of bit, for, I'd be like, all right, fuck, I don't give a fuck about that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you've got but, no intention of yeah, exactly. I I've got no intention of staying there past. Yeah three months which yeah, I, yeah. is what happened like I've got no desire to be here in the first place I've got no attachment to it emotionally yeah. professionally anything else Lee yeah. right I don't care but as you said if it's for you singing for me tennis I found out there's something wrong with my backhand right let's go to work this yeah. is cool this is good or maybe I think that I'm really playing well and mm -hmm. I go and play some little kid and then they wipe me off the court that happens a lot oh, yeah. and I think to myself <laughs> no I'm not that good after all I better go and work on my thing mm -hmm. and it's just like if you enjoy your craft those moments in a sick way are actually fun yeah I don't know if you've experienced that but yeah that for, but for me but like even even just like moments when I send a tune to my manager and he just sends it back to me and he's just like 
that's, that's not that's not all that type mm. of thing. Isn't it? I, I'm just like one. Thank you for saying that because yeah. I might have sent that to someone else and they, they would have said, "Ah, oh, sick." Yeah, exactly. Just spreading. Two, like you're pinpointing exactly what like I need to. Obviously, like the music is subjective in it. It's yeah. art type of thing in it. Yeah. But there's moments where you know in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you yeah. know. Yeah. Sometimes that like, I have moments where I'll I'll just be proud because I've made a song. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that that song is sick. Yeah. I just managed to get something out in it. So well, it comes back to again, like you're just learning your craft, you're exactly. building. It's not every single song's gonna automatically be the one. Yeah, yeah. Just like even Federer misses on the backhand sometimes. Not every single one's an oil painting. Do you exactly. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. most of them aren't. Yeah. Evermore. Yeah. You know. So this is all part of the grind, and it comes back to again enjoying what you do and then you don't see it as a grind it's yeah, just yeah. it's just a voyage of discovery exactly more than anything so no i can i can 100 relate to all of the above and more mm. anyway it's been a pleasure talking to you mate thank you very much for coming in um don't forget uh it's the limbo lp that will be coming soon mm-hmm. we don't have a release date for that yet do we no nope. don't worry that's coming though keep your eyes and ears out for that uh, we have the war- no fireworks, not waterfalls. Fucking hell, like the complete opposite. The fireworks it video, <laughs> literally. <isn't it? laughs> we have the fireworks video dropping end of the month. Mm. You can catch Miles uh, if you're down in Brighton at uh, the Arches. I'll be playing, I think, eight fifteen or something like that. Yep, cool. That's at that festival that's called the Great Escape Festival. The Great Escape Festival. Uh-huh. Exactly. I was testing him because I obviously remembered all of that stuff. It's like, all mad, doesn't it? No problem for me. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, thanks again for coming in. I will hope and expect to see you very soon uh, playing that tune and other lovely melodies. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for coming in once again, man. Thanks for having me, man. Peace. Until the next time, guys. This has been Quam. That has been Miles. This has been Unpopular Opinions. Make sure you be good. Mwah!